Got it? Okay. Better. A thousand times better than your best day on earth. So if you think about the birth of your children, the uh, marriage, um, watching your kids walk down the aisle, your grandkids being born, better by a thousand times, the Bible says. Amen? Ben is here, my friend, and can you imagine a thousand times better than the day I caught that 34-inch walleye on your boat? <laughs> the biggest one ever on his boat, by the way. Also, the 32-inch steelhead, the biggest ever on your new boat. Okay, Can you imagine a thousand times better than those days? You know, we, we can only imagine, right? Okay. But the, the question today is, am I good enough? Am I good enough to get to heaven? Um, am I good enough to make the team? I grew up with all these pressures. Am I good enough to make the team? Am I good enough to fit in with others? To please my family? Am I good enough dad, teacher, husband, friend, co-worker? Am I good enough to give this message today? I've had those questions all week. Um, am I good enough to get to heaven? The most important thing. Am I good enough to do that? I was blessed to have great parents growing up. Um, won lots of things. I had, I don't even know how many touchdowns I've scored, not bragging. I can't remember how many. Can't keep track of them. Four or five in one game, I know. Um, Home runs, don't know. I know there were 17 in one season. Um, track, first place, I don't know. Lots. Lots of wins in my life. But we also, we, we learned so much more from our losses. Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, one thing that I don't do very well is swim. I swim like a rock. Okay. <laughs> Treading water is not natural for me. I swim like a rock. But yet, I was in this swimming race one time, and I, I took first place. I was uh, swimming, I don't remember it, um, I was swimming and I beat millions and millions and millions of others, brothers and sisters of mine, and nine months later I was born. <laughs> so, yeah. So... So, so I'm pretty famous um, with that because, I mean, millions. You think about that, okay? And so were you. You, 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 you were here because God blessed you to put you here. So we have purpose, okay? Um, like I said, I was blessed to have a lot of people encouraging me. Not everybody has that. I know there's people who had parents and people in their lives that put them down they they shame them or they just they don't support them i was very lucky growing up to have that and i'm still lucky with my family now uh, my beautiful wife diana and my kids support me and my friends support me obviously many of them here today um the story one of the things that i remember the most because um, people say hey, it seems must be easy for you you got everything going for you I still have the same demons everybody else has. I'm still, you know, questioning myself, am I good enough to be up here today? 
Um, am I good enough to be all those other things that we talked about? Okay. One time, uh, growing up, I was about 11, 11 or 12 years old. I used to throw the ball a lot. I was a pretty good baseball player and all that kind of stuff. And uh, my dad worked at Eaton's, and they used to have these big picnics in the summertime at the fairgrounds in Marshall. They had music, lots of good food, um, lots of games for the kids, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember this one t- one particular event was the baseball throw. You throw the ball as far as you can, and the person, of course, that throws it the farthest gets first place, right? Okay, so they say, um, dads, go out about as far as your son's going to throw. Okay, and I was one of the younger ones in the group. I wasn't, there was kids one or two years older than me. And uh, so all the dads, they started walking, and they turned around and stopped. And then the rest of the dads stopped. They all kind of went to about the same spot. My dad kept walking. Okay. He kept walking and walking and walking. And everybody's like, Denny, where are you going? And they're kind of giggling, chuckling at him. He said, you said to go where my son's going to throw it, as far as my son's going to throw it. So he kept walking. And um, so I look at him and see his pride and stuff. And I'm like, uh, okay. So we get in line and I'm last in line. So all these other kids that throw the ball right in front of their dad's feet, rolls to their dad, their dad picks up the ball, okay, next kid throws it, his dad's next to him, throws it right in front of his feet, next kid, same thing, throws it next to his feet, there's about 10 kids that go through this, so then I get up and then everybody's still chuckling, Denny, you might want to come back in, these kids aren't throwing that far, so I heave the ball with all the confidence that I had that my dad put in me, my family put in me. Um, and I threw it over my dad's head. So then everybody was kind of like changing their tone. They're like, wow, what did we just see here? Well, they didn't know it. And I didn't know it at the time. They just saw confidence instilled in me from my parents. Um, both my parents went to every football game I ever had. A lot of those Todd Turner played in. Um, we played together quite often. Um, Every football game. Now, if you know football season, it's rainy, it's cold, it's rainy, it's sunny, it's cold. In Michigan, you can get all that in one quarter of football. Okay? Sunshine, rainbow, you get it all in one quarter. Okay? So I had lots of support. But still, still there's always that little part of us that we're fighting inside, right? I don't know about everybody else, but I am. And I know some people fight that even more than others. Those demons, Satan telling you, you're no good. Okay. The world around us. The world around us tells you that you're too fat, you're ugly, you're skinny, you're dumb, you're poor. You're just not good enough. You see it everywhere. Everybody wants, then people learn that and they want to keep everybody down and keep them down on their level or below their level. Okay. Um, again, I'm blessed. I have family and friends who lift me up. Okay. I have uh, a God that lifts me up when I ask for prayer. That lifts me up. Puts me where I want to be. Gets beyond 
the fear of waking up in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, last three nights, wondering if I'm good enough to do this. You get what you pay for, by the way. <laughs> so, um, that's what our world tells us. It measures us by our trophies, our wealth, our popularities, our likes on Facebook and social media. Okay, that makes us somebody. If we've got likes on Facebook, man, if you've got hundreds of them, you must be something, right? And uh, we let that build our confidence. They're all filled with Satan's message. TV, radio, everywhere you look. Um, more and more, these kids are facing... I've been a teacher. I've been in education between the juvenile home and Marley School, Go Bearcats, for 32 years, Okay. And our children are under attack. They're being brainwashed with some of these games and some of these other things. I mean, things that you would not believe that I'm learning about. And we're not talking about high schoolers and just middle schoolers. We're talking about first, second graders who are watching stuff on YouTube and different things. that They're cartoons, but they're very violent and very brainwashing material. Amen. Okay? Be aware of that. Okay, so Satan's always Satan's always there telling us we can't be successful, we can't do this, we can't do that, right? Okay. Um, by the way, if like I said, I've been in in the juvenile home for 14 years, last 18 years at Marley School, been working with kids a long time, and I have a lot of parents ask me, well, they don't make a manual on this, they don't how to raise kids and what to do and how to do all this. I'm like, yeah, they do. Amen. It's right here. Amen. Okay? So, all your answers are right here. All the answers are in here. It's in there somewhere. Don't look for social media to tell you how to raise your kids. Don't look for a book to tell you how to raise your kids because this is the only one you really need. Amen. Thank you. Um, marriage counseling. They wrote a book about it. Right here. Okay. How to do your job, how to be a good coworker, how to be a good friend. It's all in this book. You don't need all the other manuals. It's all right here. Okay. This book, mine has a little bit of dust on, I'll be honest. I use the electronic version more now and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, which can be beneficial if you, uh, to just run a short on time or whatever, if you're riding in the car or just before you go to bed at night. It'll even read it to you, so. Um, that's kind of nice. Okay? So what does God tell us? What does this Bible tell us? It says you are good enough. Oh, thanks for flipping for me. <laughs> um, it says you are good enough. The Bible is the truth. You, you don't tell the Bible. You, the Bible doesn't tell you you can't do something. It doesn't tell you you're fat, you're ugly, you're dumb, you're stupid. None of that stuff that we hear. Okay? You don't hear that in the Bible. Okay? The truth is in there. It shows us, the Bible shows us God's character and provides us God's revelation of Himself to His people. Amen? Amen. Okay, next slide please. Got it. Alright, Philippians 4.13. Most of us know this one. This is more, this is probably my favorite one. Um, I don't know how many times I've read it and reminded myself over this for the last couple of days about being good enough, but it says, 
Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. There's different versions of that. But uh, I can do all things. Okay, I can do anything I put my mind to with Him. Okay, so I can accomplish being up here and giving you His message. Okay, through me. My experiences. Okay. We go to another another uh, verse in the Bible that tells us the truth about ourselves. Deuteronomy thirty one six. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Those are a couple, and there's, you can go through, and and the nice thing about, we do have technology. The nice thing about that is you can Google anything. Marriage problems? What does the Bible say about it? Google it. It's gonna give you a bunch of, bunch of words in there that are the truth, and how to help your marriage. You're having issues with, uh, presenting, um, information to people. You're nervous about it. Google it. You can get anything out of the Bible you want. It'll come up really fast. Okay? Um, so you can get those verses and everything that you need to help you get through. Okay. Um, we are on... I missed one. Let's, let's go to the next slide. Next slide says, the sin of self-deception. I don't know if we've ever thought about that. That's a sin. Self-deceive yourself. Um, we, we, we don't have to do too much. There's plenty of things out there telling us we're no good. Plenty of things that we believe. Okay? Coming up here today, am I really good enough? I mean, I've sinned many, many times. Continue to sin. Okay, but yet I'm up here providing a message. Okay, and I'm reminded that there was only one that ever lived the earth, lived on this earth that was perfect. Amen. Amen. When you're deceiving yourself, you're believing Satan's word about yourself, not God's. You've been told you're not good enough, and you believe it. You're lying to yourself. You believe things about yourself that are not true. Tell the devil to get out of here. He doesn't belong here. That's the devil's word. Okay? Um, I'm, I've been known to be a prankster at times. Just every once in a while. Wendy, I'll see you on Tuesday, right? Okay. Um, so, um, left-handed arrow keys. Marlene just happens to be here. So we were, I do archery in school when I was teaching gym class, phys ed, certified program that we do. And, uh, I had this girl, everybody was really in tune to shooting and everything. This girl was just like not interested. She was running around doing all kinds of things. And obviously, if you're doing basketball in gym class, you know, and you get hit by a basketball, it might hurt, that kind of stuff. But if, obviously you can't get hit by an arrow, right? <laughs> I mean, that would be the end of my program. I wouldn't be able to do it again. <laughs> so this girl, she needed something to do. I'm like, I've been known to do this. When somebody tells me they're bored, I 
sent them on a kind of wild goose chase at times, some of my students. Um, so she said, I'm bored. I said, oh, you know what? Um, and I had no idea Marlene was going to be here, but um, I said, why don't you go ask Miss Gallup for the keys to the left-handed arrows? And she said, okay, I'll do it. So the office is just outside the gym door. We're shooting and stuff, and the kids are just having a great time shooting and all that kind of stuff, learning about archery. And um, I'm like, where did she go? What's taking so long? She's got to figure this out by now. 10, 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, all right, guys, um, you can go get your arrows, lock up the bows. I put the lock through the bows so they couldn't get the bows and shoot somebody while I'm not there. That wouldn't be good. Um, and I step out in the hallway, and I look, and I'm like, I look down the hall of the office, and Miss Gallup is looking for keys to the left-hand arrows. <laughs> so... Now, they used to make it left-handed fletching for arrows, right? But they used pretty much straight. But um, I didn't really intend for her to get involved, and in I just intended to get this girl on track for a little while, right? Okay? So then I look at her, and she's looking up and down, looking at the keys and stuff, and the girl's up there looking for it, too, and they're looking at all the names on the keys. And she came out, and Marlene says, there's no left-handed arrow keys, are there? <laughs> no, there's not. Okay? So I have, uh, I kind of enjoy things sometimes too much and have kind of a quiet little prankster every once in a while, okay? And um, I like to move people's things around at work, like switch your stapler and they're, if they're really organized, it's really easy, right? Okay? <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. So I move their tape and their stapler, switch them. Um, maybe go in the kitchen and switch some of their stuff around. Their spatulas are get mixed around or something like that. And uh, so I go in to get coffee, and uh, the lady in the kitchen says, I think I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, why? Said, I could have swore I put that there and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And uh, I said, i got to tell you the truth, though. I said, you're not losing your mind. She said, who did it? And I had to tell her. Chad did it. <laughs> Chad's a superintendent, and he sometimes does play tricks on people, but it was me. So um, she doesn't know that yet. So, Okay, so I like doing those kinds of things. Greg Nagy's probably wondering where my name tag is. It's gone again. Did you get it yet? Okay. How did he do that again? Um, so, yeah, those little things keep things fun, right? But in our in our minds and in our in our in our lives, the devil's kind of like that. Kind of plays those tricks on us, okay? To believe things that are not true. Thank you. To believe things that didn't really happen sometimes, or believe things about yourself. That self-deception where you are, don't believe in yourself, okay? But fortunately, we have the grace of God. We have the grace of God 
that uh, if we listen to the Bible, it, it turns us from that self-deception. If you really pay attention to those words, and you really pray about them. Um, the Bible is full of examples of sinners. Amen. We're all sinners, right? Okay. But obviously there's some sins that we as people measure greater than others. Okay, we think, well, you know, there's, there's prostitutes in the Bible that that had God's grace. Okay, they became um, full of His grace. There's murderers. Okay, anybody in here murdered anybody? I mean, Ben and Jimmy, keep your hand down. You guys are embarrassing me. I'll take you guys anyway. So those are all people that have uh, had God's grace. Hi, Lukey. Um, Peter denied Jesus three times. But yet, he was one of the great disciples, right? Paul, formerly known as Saul, murdered and persecuted Christians for being Christians. Okay? Formerly known as Saul, right? Um, all found the grace of God. If those people can find the grace of God, every one of us can find the grace of God, right? Amen. Amen. We must forgive ourselves first and ask for God's forgiveness. We've all sinned. When you bring Him into your heart and accept Jesus Christ as your Savior... You have His grace. And we, uh, we will find that place in heaven that's a thousand times better than our best day on earth. Okay. Thousand times better. So we'll go ahead and flip one more. So I'll end with this. Um, John 3.16. I think most of us know this one, but let's, let's assume we don't. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have an everlasting life with Him. That's heaven, right? Okay. Amen. Um, Thank you guys for giving me this opportunity. Um, Thank you, my family and friends, for supporting me today, my church. And asking me to do this. I didn't want to do this, obviously. Sometimes we do things that are, we're not comfortable doing. But I've learned that when God asks you to do something, you might want to listen. Okay. Thank you. If we could bow our heads in prayer. Father in heaven, we are so thankful for your grace. I am asking for your courage to make a change. By your grace, I have hope and I have, and I have been set free. So take my chains and make me see that you already paid the debt that I owe. Better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.